What, we some kind of suicide squad? I am Iron Man. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Server Anakin, I have the high ground. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Welcome back to the Big Movie Boys podcast, the only podcast to receive an invitation to fight in Mortal Kombat. I'm your host, Jeremy Baumann, and with me as always is Bob Liebel. What's up, bitches? And Ben Stitch. Happy one year anniversary, boys. If you uh, are checking your podcast feed and you happen to see that there's another episode between this one and last week's episode, that is because we did a little Oscar special. We did a Big Movie Boys challenge around the Oscars. We got our predictions out there just before the show. So if you didn't listen to that already, you can go back and listen to that one. Make sure you follow us at Big Movie Boys on Twitter. So you know, anytime we do one of these random special Saturday episodes, you'll be in the loop. How are we feeling, boys? This is officially almost to the day because when we originally put out the podcast, it came out on a Sunday, April 26th. This is coming out on Monday, April 26th. So it's literally one year to the day. How did this happen? If you told me we'd be doing this for a whole year, I would have called you a fucking liar. <laughs> Yo, that's so wild because I, I view it as like three bends ago that's like three different bends ago oh my god a year you, you could have told me we've been doing this for five years i've been like yep that's that i was 20 right. pounds lighter a year ago <laughs> we've survived knock on wood i haven't died about alcohol poisoning well, well that or poisoning. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say the global pandemic <laughs> but to be fair alcohol poisoning is probably a bigger risk to you how many beers, before you talk about the pandemic how many beers do you think i've had on the podcast Total? Yeah. Over like, the course of a year? Probably like a thousand. I don't know. I, I'm fucking... On the during the podcast? I have no idea. During or from the beginning or until now? Like if, how many beers have you had in a year or how many beers have you had during the podcast? That I've been drinking during the podcast. The day of recording of the podcast. How, how, how many the... beers have contributed to Bob's podcast performance? This is actually interesting, including the ones that Jeremy didn't um uh, that At Jeremy lost forever. Hundred. I guess, Bob, you drink like five beers a podcast? On <laughs> average? On average, there's been more. Bob, I think you've had 250 beers <laughs> during this podcast. It's more than some people have in a lifetime, but... <laughs> we do it bigger and better on the uh, Big Movie Boys yeah, podcast. You're too, I'm going to double those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you have 10 beers a podcast. Uh, uh, there's been a handful of podcasts where I've been close to those numbers. You could probably, if you're you definitely long, come in ten yeah, beers if, deep if, for if a couple. A, if you're a longtime listener, you probably know those specific episodes. But well, speaking of past episodes, I was going to ask you guys if you had any just highlights generally, some best episodes you wanted to shout out. Maybe we've got some new listeners what who are joining us week? on our one year <laughs> anniversary, and they want to know of the. Almost 50 episodes that we've got out there. Which one should they be prioritizing? My favorite one will always be the Guy Fieri one. We, Me and Bob texted before. We're like, fuck, Jeremy. We're done with this podcast. I'm done with it. That was week Never five. doing it again. <laughs> that was week five. And then we came in and we're like, fuck it. We have nothing. Let's just roll the tape. And I feel like it's one of our best podcasts. We just shoot the shit for like an hour. Great podcast. That was probably our funnest one. And I think I'm also going to double down and agree with Ben. We were just talking about how much I drink. That was when I was pretty drunk for. <laughs> but that's when the magic was just flowing. We just, all we did was talk about Guy Fieri. <laughs> Which I can do any day of I the think week. American Idol a little bit. I, I'll, yeah. Other than that, I can't remember. I can't wait to go back and listen to that one. I will say, 
obviously we've talked about it before, but anytime we do a best of the decade, always a good time. Always enjoy those. Uh, the big movie boy challenges. There's been a lot of cheating. <laughs> a lot. I, which I don't like. Hey. <laughs> it's the name of the game, man. I like the challenges, generally speaking. And our most recent iteration of the show and tell, where you guys actually picked good movies that you wanted to watch. Couldn't even tell you what the, what the hell you're talking about. What the fuck are you talking about, What dude? did we pick last? That was the 80s movies, show and tell. Oh, gotcha, you, okay. You watched yeah. Midnight Run and Escape from New York. Right. I ended up watching <laughs> both of those movies myself. Do you know that exists? Bob is unclear that that podcast episode exists. I, I, I think Jeremy secretly recorded that one in his eyes. I remember seeing Escape from New York. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is my favorite part is how seriously we all take this podcast. We're getting loose on this one. Uh, this is the second episode we've recorded today. Hey, so. if, if we had to, uh, like, if this was a pie chart of the percent of work everyone does, or even Jeremy, ninety percent right off the bat, or higher, lower. Bob, what do you think? Ninety-five. Ninety-five percent. We we split the other five. Or are you giving me three? I don't do anything. <laughs> I, most of the time, I don't have notes. I watch the movie. That's about it. I was gonna ask you guys one year in, if I said, "Hey guys, we're gonna record a podcast," but I'm not gonna do it. Could you guys, even if it's not the same way I do it? Record audio and upload it to our podcast feeds. Uh, I know the answer is no. Yeah, no, no. I would, uh, I would record it on my phone audio, and then I would upload it. Wait, on... besides the editing, are you still editing? We wouldn't edit anything. I'm wondering if you guys had to, if just I was come like, up guys, with the topic. You guys have to record and upload a podcast. How would you even think about starting? I would put my phone <laughs> in the corner. I would record a video of us, and then I would. That's I funny because I feel like I would just text you and be like, Jared, can you? record this for us if this was besides all the editing which is like that's the biggest thing but besides that if it was just like you come up with all the topics it, if it wasn't movie related i think me and bob could put together like sports related shit yeah how would, related, how would we edit it though oh no i'm saying jeremy would have to add it oh, okay he's still 50 percent no matter what we're not even <laughs> answering his question <laughs> we can't do it all right well we're one year in do we have one more year left in us only time will tell Odds are minus 5,000 for now. Uh, but we know something else that is coming to an end. The Mighty Ducks no, game changes. Uh, uh, Jer, I'm sorry. You whoever told the me there were, no, whoever told me there were six episodes was a goddamn liar. There's ten episodes, boys. Oh. Don't worry, Bob. You got five more of these oh. coming your way. How Christ. are there ten? Time out. We need, to, we need to dissect this. No one's more unhappy than me. First of all, I looked this up on like two different sources that said there were six episodes. Second of all, if they're two-thirds of the way through the 90-minute movie on episode five, how are there five more episodes? I, I don't know for sure. Now you have me second-guessing. I was told there are ten episodes today. It wasn't with an executive of Disney+. Plus. Who told you? My brother, the biggest fan of the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> okay. He fucking loves it. He wa you know, Jeremy, you wake up early to watch... Um, Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. you and wake Invincible up now. And Invincible. He wakes up early to watch Mighty Ducks. I, or he stays up late. I don't really know. He's, he, he gives me the review every morning when I wake up Friday. But uh, this, was, uh, this was a good episode. Evan's dad is back in the picture. So you oh. know Gordon Bombay has a little competition. What's going to happen? They become friends. They have a wing-eating contest. I was going to say a beer-drinking contest. but <laughs> yeah, Yes, you wish. Did they drive there, too? <laughs> Bombay, Bombay okay. drove oh, yeah. Evan because Evan's dad is a musician. Evan wanted to go see him play. 
Bombay offered to drive him. The mom, Lorelai Gilmore, was not happy about it. But, you know, he's okay at the end of the day. Uh, we got a big game against the Hawks coming up. Big game. A lot of history there. But before that, Gordon Bombay asked Lorelai Gilmore, basically out on a date, let's go watch the Minnesota Wild. Not wow. as a date, just as just to learn more about coaching. Did he just do it in front of her husband? Are they no, married? What's the story there? They're Which not married. Is- they, it basically seems like a one-night stand. And then uh, he was a musician, couldn't be around, and he's barely around in Evan's life. Comes around like once every six months. The two consensual, flirtatious adults, way past their prime, are going out on a nice trip to go through the Minnesota wild. Yeah, but then... With a lot of romantic tension, she, maybe some funny <laughs> things, like maybe she spills they, the popcorn They don't show him. that. They don't oh, okay, show okay, that. Okay, okay, I'm just trying she to... She gets mad at Bombay for Does having... Does she ask a lot of questions about how the game works? They don't go out on the date, Bob. Oh my God! Hopefully, what? next episode we got what? five more to go. What happened? Well, Gordon Bobby, yeah. What, what uh, miscommunication happened that they did not go out? She gets mad at him for basically keeping Evan out too late for that night that he was watching his dad play the concert, and so uh, he gets a little bad advice from the ex, saying like, "Hey, give her a unicorn stuffed animal." She's not a fan. Says, "Fuck you." She fucking hate unicorns. Or but something? no, she hates the ex husband and his his tricks to try to make her feel good. But. Uh, here we go. So then it's it's pretty. Um, you can see it coming from here. The uh, the dad is supposed to go to the game. Evan's all excited. He's not going to make the game, right? He's got a big gig that he can't pass up. Gordon Bombay is like, "Don't worry about an Uber, dude. I'll drive you." Doesn't fucking drive him to the airport. Takes him to the game. He keeps going like, "Where are you going? Where are you going? You can't kidnap me. Take me to the airport." And Gordon Bombay just goes. My dad died when I was 10, motherfucker. You're not missing this game. And he kidnaps him, takes him to the rink, watches. Uh, so they're playing the Hawks, the second worst team. The Ducks, down 4 nothing with four minutes left. Evan goes the out of tear. The Ducks or the... Uh, oh, sorry, the... The, 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 no, the, the, the don't bothers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, don't bother. the don't bothers are down 4 nothing with four minutes left. And you're like, game's over. No, psych. First one of the year. Evan fucking puts him on his back, scores five goals in four minutes. You know that? Wow. I know you don't Has remember, but five goals in no, the season. No, he scored one goal this, this year against the Ducks a couple weeks ago. Cool. You don't know this, Bob, because you don't pay attention. Right. But the last two episodes were all about getting this one girl on the team. She's great. Didn't even mention her name. Didn't get an oh. assist in this game. Okay. It's all fucking Evan. They, they win, and at the end of it. Uh, Lorelai Gilmore finds out just uh, through the grapevine that Bombay basically kidnapped her uh, her ex into going to the game to surprise Evan. She's fu- they're they're gonna pounce. I'm waiting for the R-rated sex scene in a couple episodes. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm signing up for that. Nice. That's there really we weird to think about that she's sexually attracted to a man <laughs> that brought the the father of her child to a game. That so he's a deadbeat dad. Yeah. And yeah. Gordon Bombay, who is it? Shown in the series, how many children he probably has? I assume Bombay is also. He doesn't talk about those. He's also a deadbeat dad, which is weird that a deadbeat dad is helping another deadbeat dad be a better dad. I mean, he had he had several children with uh, Charlie Conway's mom from yeah. uh, the last Damn. movie, but very interesting. I love. It. I look forward to this because yeah, it's uh, it's great because I thought there were only six episodes, but ten. It's I, uh, so <laughs> much more. Just looked it up on IMDb. It says ten episodes now. So. I was way more excited for this more. for this idea that I proposed to Jeremy. I thought this was great. I'll, uh, you know, I'll contribute something. It'll be a couple weeks. Well, yeah. we'll figure it out. Five, <laughs> percentage point. That's your five percent. God damn it! I didn't know there were ten episodes. Yeah, uh, apparently this series is asking the question: What if the Mighty Ducks movie was five hours long? And they're answering it with uh, Great of Plum. 
yeah uh thankful i'm not watching it but i'm also thankful that you are reviewing it for us i'm enjoying every recap we get more so than i would probably be enjoying the show so we appreciate that let's talk about something else we all enjoyed i'm sure mortal kombat mortal kombat just came out as of recording today april half 23rd birthday. half birthday Bob. Uh, right happy, now. you knew happy that half birthday <laughs> <laughs> movie is directed by simon mccoyd yeah, McQuoid. It's not McQuaid, it's McQuoid. Written by Greg Russo, Dave Callahan, probably Callahan, probably wrote that one wrong, and Oren Uziel. If you guys would have guessed how many writers this movie took, would you have guessed three? Is Greg Russo related to the Russo brothers? No, I don't believe so. He's oh. a cousin. I would have guessed uh, one 15-year-old boy. That would have been a good guess. This movie stars Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, and Josh Lawson. Among others, boys, looking through the credits on IMDb, the director, no other credits. The writers, most of them have very few credits. These actors, haven't heard of them, never seen them in anything. They were really kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel for this movie here. I wish I had a uh, budget number, because I'm very curious as to that. It's like 50 million. Yeah? I thought it was 90. This is a movie that I think I said I was excited for. And I want to know your guys' history. Bob's probably got the most extensive, so... Ben, we'll start with you. What was your history with Mortal Kombat? Did you ever watch the original movies? Did you ever play the game? No, I'm more of a Madden guy and uh, MLB, NBA. Um, maybe mix in some UFC. I've never played Mortal Kombat. I have never seen the movie. Didn't know a movie existed. I now know that it's like one of the best, worst movies... I think that's the way to say it, not worst, best movie. Yeah, best, worst movies. Um, I came into this uh, having very low expectations. And, uh, yeah, no history. I know you guys were a little higher on it. I think Bob might have been through the roof on it. Um, yeah, and I was nowhere near his level. I uh, have played the game here and there. Like I, I don't have like any fond memories of it. Never watched the old movies. Watched the trailer for this a month or two ago whenever it came out. I was like... This looks like a movie that knows what it is. It looks like a movie I can get jazzed for. And that's how I went into it, just expecting a stupid, fun action movie. We'll get to whether or not I thought it uh, lived up to those expectations. But Bob, you're the big Mortal Kombat guy in the room. What did you? What were your thoughts going into it? Yeah, that could be said. I mean, first I'll start with my history. I played the arcade games, young boy. Which is funny because, yeah, people I don't, who don't know, Bob is not a big video game it, guy. It's, it's very odd. It's like almost one of the only... This, UFC, and like Tony Hawk are like the only video games I've ever ever been drawn to. But I played like the arcade games growing up. Like I used to go on vacation. Like my whole family would go on vacation to the Adirondacks. There's a shitty, dumpy arcade right by the cabin we would stay in. And they had Mortal Kombat arcade game there. So we'd play that all the time. And then... Had it on the Nintendo 64 growing up, had it on the PS2 growing up, had it on Xbox 360. So I played like probably about half of, I don't know, I think there's 11 or 12 total games like between the arcade and consoles. I probably played about half of them. So I'm like pretty familiar with like the general storyline in the game. Uh, And then the movies that came out in the 90s, the Mortal Kombat movie and then Annihilation, I had one of those DVDs where you could flip it over to the other side. You had both on one DVD. You guys have ever those? I had that. that big innovation in technology yeah. in the 90s. So I watched those. I, I used to watch that all the time. Like, for whatever reason, I was, I was like 10, 10 to 13 years old. I used to watch that all the time. And, like, I didn't know it was shitty. I was just like, these characters are cool. I like playing Mortal Kombat, you know? So I really liked it. 
And when this, like, when this was announced, I was super amped up. I almost didn't believe it. I was, because, like, the 90s movies are not good. As you mentioned, they're, like, kind of known for being so bad that they're good. And I totally agree with that. And now when I watch them as an adult, I'm like, I get the enjoyment because I'm like, wow, that's horrible. I said to Jeremy earlier, porno quality acting and special effects that you could probably pull off on your fucking computer. So they're pretty rough. But uh, I was super excited for this movie, as you mentioned, Ben, through the roof. Probably 10 out of 10. I, I couldn't wait for this to come out. Jeremy, you, you said you, you thought you were expecting, you know, like a generic action movie. When I saw the trailer, I knew exactly what I was getting into. I've seen the 90s movies 50 times. I knew it was going to suck. It was going to be shitty, and it was going to make no fucking sense. The only thing that got me super excited for it was that this one is rated R, and the biggest problem with the one from the 90s is it's PG-13, and there's, like, no blood, no fatalities, none of, like, the stuff from the game, which is weird because it's known for being, like, the most violent video game that's, ever. That's my biggest question is, is the game, like, is it more of, like, a UFC-type thing where you just kind of choose a character and fight against one person, or are you, like trying to like solve a story are you trying to get somewhere uh there, there's like intercut between the fights usually they they put in sprinkles of a storyline and it'll explain why you're fighting the next person but it's most of the time it runs through the tournament that they hint at throughout the, a billion times which they never fight in which makes no fucking sense <laughs> but <laughs> it's <laughs> that's, that's, my, yeah. that's my biggest question we're clearly setting up for a sequel but uh no i was most excited for this because it was rated r and i was like i'll finally get to see true Mortal Kombat style violence on just a big screen. over the top, yeah, just super bloody. So I knew I was gonna like, I knew it was gonna suck, and I knew I was gonna like it. If that made no sense, it, it's because it doesn't. But that's exactly what it was. It sucked, and I loved it. Well, let's start with you then, Bob, because I think you're the hottest on it. We'll start positive. You said you loved it, but uh, what what about it? Just generally, so uh, what were your what were your big takeaways? My favorite thing was seeing like the characters that I liked on the screen. That's always cool. I was always a big Scorpion Sub-Zero. I really liked them. Uh, and it was just cool to see like the fatalities played out on the big screen. And it was just cool to see like the blood and some of the action scenes. And then some of the, like, cause you guys didn't really play the games. A few of their lines, many of their lines sounded super weird and like unnatural. That's a callback to the game. Everything, every yeah. line delivered from the game was awful. Yeah, they're really bad and very forced. But if you're somebody like me that played the games or liked those old 90s movies, you're like, oh, shit. Like, you're like, oh, cool. But, like, if you don't, yeah, you're I like... Re I recognized all of them, and I was like, every time it got worse. No. <laughs> see, I'm the opposite. Like, I, it was so... I'm, like, in the, in the boat that it was so bad it was good. Like, I was just like, wow, that sounded very unnatural and horrible, but that's kind of funny. So, like, I liked it. I don't know. I think I did catch myself laughing at a few of those. Yeah, but mostly the violence, because, like I said, it was cool to see, like, the video game characters finally on the big screen. Um, the story was really shitty if I'm being honest I really didn't like that it was nothing like it, it took little bits and pieces from the games that were kind of accurate and there's a few things that I kind of saw coming because of you know just knowing the storyline of the game but uh, yeah I, I, if I'm being honest mostly the fight scenes that's really the only thing I liked about it I'll be honest I really did not enjoy the story I think Cole might be the worst character in the history of cinema I really <laughs> I really don't enjoy Cole in this movie. I kind of hoped that he died at the end, but it looks like he's around to stay. Uh, but yeah, mostly just the characters, seeing them interact, do their fatalities, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I will admit the movie is not very good, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think I'm still more positive than Ben, by the way, full spoilers, because who gives a shit about spoiling this movie? Even if we were to go plot point by plot point, it still wouldn't make sense. So it no. doesn't matter. You know, yeah. Watch the movie. Um. 
I'll start positive in my review. I thought the music was pretty cool. There are hints of the Mortal Kombat theme that kind of gets scattered throughout it, and then it comes in heavy at the end. Um, I definitely liked that. I thought the first, like, 30 minutes were good. Like, I went into this movie, like, expecting to like it. I expected it to be stupid, but I expected to like it. And for the first 30 minutes, I was like, yeah, I'm into this. I'm totally digging agree. it. I thought it was like, going to be a serious movie, too, especially off the first, like, 10. It, it was, like, serious, but not in the way that it took itself too serious, right. if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, this movie's almost two fucking hours long. For the next 90 minutes after the first 30 minutes, I was dreading it. I was just waiting for it to be over. Uh, the editing in this movie is some of the worst editing I've ever seen in any movie. We'll get into specifics on that later because that's one of my biggest points against this movie. On top of that, just I'm fine with a stupid plot that just moves the characters along to get them fighting each other. That's all this movie needed to be. There was no internal logic to this movie whatsoever. They have this like pit that they're like, this is where you, you're a con, is like this, your superpower, right? It's like, we're gonna, we're gonna fight in this pit, and you're gonna figure out what your a con is. I think that's what it was called. I don't remember what it was called either. That was so fucking stupid. I really hated that. None of the characters who get, earn their a con, it doesn't happen in that pit. I'm pretty sure they explicitly say it'll happen in this pit. One of them, they're eating dinner, and he shoots a laser out of his eye. The other guy goes to this shack in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then Sonya Blade comes in at the very end of the movie, and apparently off-screen, she just... The pit? That that little area is obviously a level from the movie, which is the... Or not the movie, from the game. That's why they put it in there. But yeah, they, like, forced it in there, because they obviously fought in it later, and they trained in it. But it's like... Like you said, none of that stuff happens in there. Also, that whole thing, like, getting their powers, that made no fucking sense to me. Like, that, that, that literally, it wasn't from the games. Like, those guys just had those powers. Like, whatever. They're fucking video game characters. Who the fuck cares how Kano can shoot a fucking beam out of his eye? You know? Like, it was just so dumb that they had to give a reason to it. Like, don't give a reason to it. Like, like you said, if you want, like, a shitty shut-your-brain-off action movie, just let them be able to do those things. Why do we have to have a reason why Luke Kane can shoot fire or... Kano can shoot a, a fucking beam, or whatever Cole's bitch ass can do whatever the fuck his... I don't even know what that guy's <laughs> power was. I don't either. He had, like, the Black Panther suit where he could absorb energy? I don't fucking know. It was stupid. I hated that guy. To your point, why introduce these rules if then, ten minutes later, you're gonna totally break it? There's this whole part where they're like, Sonya Blade, you don't have the mark. You can't be in the pit until yeah. all the bad guys show up and, to the pit and she's, she's there she's already there yeah hanging out fighting doing everything she was told she's not allowed to do so. my biggest problem is, is like that's not something that they were like, like oh fuck these are from the games like we have to put this in there this is something everybody cares about nobody was asking for that nobody it, wanted it, it didn't need to be there it didn't make any sense it didn't drive the storyline forward in any way because they also didn't follow it i'm pretty sure this the three writers just took a third of the movie each and didn't collaborate whatsoever they just wrote whatever the hell they wanted ben you're going to be the most negative on this, yeah. I'm sure, so I'm probably not going to disagree with you either, but... Yeah, this won't, this won't be like Lord of the Rings where I defend everybody's, like, bad thing. Uh, there's a lot of problems with the uh, movie. Yeah, there's a reason I'm not really jumping in. I did not watch much of this movie. It, after the first ten minutes, with uh, the scene with um, Jackie Chan's evil brother from... Uh, Rush Hour 3. Rush yeah. Hour 3. Like After that, I was just like, 
I'm I'm kind of bummed he's not like the main character. I know he comes back at the end because that's actually where I probably picked back up watching. Were you woke? <laughs> yeah, I uh I I did not watch a lot of this movie. I you know what movies I watched this week, guys? What? I watched Dunkirk. I okay. watched The Irishman. I watched Mank. I watched The Sound of Metal. How the fuck did you watch The Irishman in a week? Because I don't work, Bob. <laughs> and I watched fucking Mortal Kombat. Guess which one I I didn't really like. You thought the Irishman was too long? <laughs> All those movies were so good that it made me so mad when I had to watch this movie today that by the time like I, I'm like 20 minutes in and I'm like, what, what am I doing? I don't want to watch this. I'm going to have nothing good to say about this movie and I don't really want to bash it. Jeremy's trying to look over at my notes. I, I'm, were all of those movies nominated for Best Picture except for Mortal Kombat? Although we don't know yet. It could be nominated yeah, next, next year. Yeah, next year it could be. Uh, I believe so, right? And uh, so I only have a couple notes. You guys can uh, kind of joke with me. I, I, I wrote, damn, sad opening scene. But I think that introduces, like, Sub-Zero is a, a, like a great villain name, and he like, like it's a cool thing. It reminds me of, like, what's going on in um, Invincible right now, like, like how they have, like, I, I just like a scene where, like, you know something eerie is about to happen because everything around you freezes. I think that's really well done. That was cool to me. Sub-Zero was badass in this I thought movie. It, I thought it set the stakes. It was yeah. like super gory right from the get-go. He kills the dude's family right I was thought like, it was going to carry over. Yeah, exactly. I was the like, first 15 minutes are they amazing. They set the tone and then abandoned it almost immediately. It got shitty. It, you know what's funny? It, it, the way it started, the first 15 minutes, I was just like, oh my god, fine. Like a, like a serious Mortal Kombat. Because like these characters are very in-depth in the games. And like people, that's why... It's one of the most popular game franchises. And the way it starts, you're like, finally, like, this is going to be like a serious Mortal Kombat. And then the fucking, like, 90 minutes in the middle is just like, it feels like the movie from the 90s where it's just like, nothing makes sense. Nobody's following any rules. This is fucking stupid. Can I just say, because I didn't really watch this movie, but I, I was on my phone the entire time. I, I took a couple phone calls. It, w- it was playing the whole time. I... I walked my dog during the movie, kept the movie rolling. I did not, but I'm telling you, like, I watched the first hour and I was like, this movie sucks. But I think, is this what happened? Just, uh, just sure. straight up. Yeah. Is okay. this what happened? I don't know. <laughs> there just needed to be like the humans from this, this tournament needed to win in order to save earth. And by the end, there wasn't really a tournament, but they fought off the bad guy. Here's the- here, here's my problem, and Bob, you can correct me where I, I get I the lore wrong. To, hopefully, <laughs> it's my biggest criticism with the movie. They set up all these rules. There's yeah. all this exposition. There's this big fucking tournament, and it's going to determine the fate of the Earth. Except that the tournament never happens. The bad guys break all the rules, and just they just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. So the way it's supposed to work is. Apparently, there's a Mortal Kombat tournament every century or whatever, and if if one of the realms, so you have Outworld, Nether Realm, and Earth, and I think there's more, but basically the ones you're de- dealing with in this movie is Outworld is where Shang Tsung's coming from, and that's Sub Zero. That's the bad guys. Outworld, and you got Earth Realm with Raiden, Liu Kang. Everybody recruit fucking Cole's bitch ass. He's there for whatever reason. <laughs> is, is Cole the main star? The main character? Cole is not a character from the fucking games. Oh, he's okay. completely added. But anyway, that's so, so strange though. So every shit. generation. Are, are his wife and daughter in the games? Uh, no, they're not. They're not in there. <laughs> Anyways, so if you win 10 consecutive Mortal Kombat tournaments in a row, you can, advance, you can take over the realm next to you. Outworld has won. They hinted at that in the movies. They've won nine in a row. If they win their 10th, boom, you're fucked, Earth. We're taking you over. Earth is now Outworld part dose but apparently <laughs> the, i don't know when the mortal Kombat tournament is supposed to be because i thought it was gonna happen during the movie 
it never happens during the movie. So like I was thinking, I was like, oh, they're they're gonna cheat a little, like they're gonna they're gonna get ahead of themselves, they're gonna injure some of the guys. That way it's easier for them to win their tenth tournament and then they can go take over Earth. They never get to the tournament, they break every fucking rule, they try to just kill everybody from Earth <laughs> so that there's nobody to face in the tournament. I have no idea if the tournament's supposed to take place next week or like in another ten years. It doesn't make any sense. They make it seem like it's happening soon. Right. However, <laughs> why, would you, why would you kill everybody? Like, however, Firehands, I don't yeah. remember his name. Okay. He's like, I've been tasked with finding all of the champions. Yep. 48 hours yeah. before the tournament? Yeah. Before, you're not going to train any of these. So the guy who loses his arms? connecting fucking string yeah. to pictures in her fucking RV. Yeah. She knows who all the champions yeah. are. And this How fuck. is this guy not able to find them? Yeah, he's a and he's got a fucking guy that can apparently teleport people to any part of the yeah. world. Ray, Raiden's just like, I love how they do that scene later in the movie. They're just like, hey, we got to separate everybody. Can you teleport any human being to any, <laughs> any point, any area in the world? He's like, I actually can. Would you like me to do it? I can, and I've chosen this entire movie not, not to. to do it. <laughs> but like, I love how they play it. Like he's like, like Raiden is like, I'm like, I'm like the good guy. Like I'm not gonna break the rules, even though Shang Tsung is. And then he's just like, I'm gonna break every rule at the end. And that was hor like, like wouldn't that come in handy any other time? But there was no, there's no lead up to it either. Cole, his bitch ass, was just like, hey man. We should just like put him in another spot. We could take him on one by one. He's everyone's like, well, that's a good idea. How did you just come up with that? In the void, which is like he just teleports everyone to an empty white room. I'm like, right, you saved some budget on this set. Yeah, apparently. I remember walking in on that one and being like, where the fuck are they now? I think you were dreaming at that point. <laughs> My other favorite part that made no sense if we're going off of like teleportation and Raiden's powers. Uh, when they try to attack and kill them, and he's just like, he just puts up like an electric force field around them, and they're just like. Damn it! I guess we can't get him today. We can't just teleport to the other side. Yeah, of the, yeah. The traveling between Outworld and Earthrealm made no goddamn. So also, characters are just showing up wherever the hell they want to show up. Also, did you notice that Outworld, the scenes they filmed in Outworld, looked exactly like the scenes they filmed in the Earthrealm around the temple, yep. just with like a hue on them. This the camera. If you if you turn around 180 degrees, yeah. you can see where they shot everything. Put a little more Outworld. effort into it. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. That was rough. Uh, ben. Maybe you saw the scene, maybe you didn't. Su Young's dad was uh, from Russia. Oh, yeah, no. Was, was yeah. <laughs> I, know, I knew he was the yeah. bad guy. Bob, I got a question for you. I know the, the powers developing over the course of this movie, not from the games. Mm -hmm. We see Jax lose his arms. Mm -hmm. Jax has robot arms in the game. Yep. So it makes sense. He gets these dainty little, basically chopstick arms. Yes. And then when he gets his superpower, it's robot arms. Would it, do you think that would have been his superpower if he had not lost his arms? Because it's very convenient that his superpower was robot arms after losing his arms. See, I thought your hang-up on this would be the <laughs> fact that they were in a, like, Shaolin monk temple with no technology. They, are, they have fucking candlelight. Well, yes. And that, somehow they give him robotic arms. That made no sense to me. He just, like, hulked up and just turned into... That made no fucking sense. Um, yeah, that was whack. But another thing, too, obviously, if you played the games... When you saw Jax and you saw him with regular arms, and then you saw him in Sub Zero fight, and you're like, "Well, oh, your arms are gone, buddy." Like I knew it the whole Say time. Say goodbye to those. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw skin on that guy's arms, I was like, "Oh, those, that's not going to be there much longer, buddy." And yeah, that was pretty badass. Once again, though, Sub Zero is definitely the, mo the coolest part about this. And for all the budget 
for special effects went to his ice effects apparently because yeah. a lot of the effects look like dog shit in this movie mm -hmm. but the ice almost the entire time looks pretty fucking the fire, awesome anytime Luke Kang shoots fire it looks horrible the looks lightning awful. doesn't look that good the laser it beam is really coming just out of the, Kano's eye it is really his just ice looks the incredible. ice looks sweet because yeah. it just kind of creeps around and the way they did it when he did lose his arms was like I, I don't know I was kind of scared for him like this motherfucker's gonna lose his arms in real life yeah Sub-Zero, that's the character great, I always... Great villain. I always played as Sub-Zero. Um, I, can, I can get you guys a little spoiler for the next movie if you really want to know, because that's also clear as Go day. Go for it. Guess what? He's not fucking dead. Um, <laughs> anyway, he comes back as another character. He gets resurrected. He turns into Noob Cybot. Noobs. So he's not... He's like... A, he's like is he over zero degrees? He's, uh, he's like a black ninja. Like, he's fully oh, black. Okay. And he can, like... He's like, I don't know. Like Noob Cybot? Noob Cybot. It's actually the, uh, the creators of the game. Their name is spelled backwards. It reads, Boone and Tobias oh. is Noob Cybot. But, don't worry, Sub-Zero is still there. around because Sub-Zero's brother becomes a new Sub-Zero. If we do this, the if we do this second character. movie, count me out on this well, fucking movie. Speaking of Sub Zero, the actor that plays Sub Zero said that allegedly he has signed on to play four, Sub Zero four more times if this movie does well. They've signed on for he signed on for four sequels. Bob has done this, more research for this movie. Yeah, no, <laughs> if this does well enough, I guess they've like greenlit multiple sequels. This can't do well enough, right? I don't know. I don't know shit. Though. I think in the age of franchises, that's how like all contracts yeah. work these days. If it does well enough, yeah. you get. I think that's written into every contract for well, a new movie. Are you not ready for Mortal Kombat 2? I mean, they set no. it up by not telling you anything in the first movie. Jerry, There's would gotta you, be a second. Bob, would you watch this no matter what? Oh, yeah. A, a second one? Yeah. Jerry, I'm gonna watch this again. A second one? Would least? you watch it no matter what? No. I'm gonna watch this if, again. If they make a sequel to, this, watch this, to yeah, this movie, I probably won't watch it. Well, you go back. If you, if you, you, no way you go back and watch the other one if you don't lose the, uh, Oscars challenge, right? I put on the original 1995 Mortal Kombat movie three days ago. After five minutes, I was like, I don't want to watch this. And I didn't watch it. I mean, this, I like This them. movie <laughs> did not convince me to go back and watch that. If I lose the challenge and have to watch Bob, Annihilation, I'll be very upset. You don't like them and try to push them on people no. and say these are really good movies. No, that's, that's why I like your movie They're truly opinion. the shittiest you movies like, ever. <laughs> you like are honest about like who you're talking to. You're yeah. like, you won't like this movie. Yeah. And that I can respect. If you like this movie, whatever, I'm not going to bash you. I don't it's, really know anybody that likes them besides you. me, honestly. It, it's not tailored to like me and Jeremy. It's not meant, like, I never played I the video games. I went in expecting to like this movie. Okay, I feel well, bad for you then. And I really did not like it. I, I went in expecting to think it was bad, but then knowing that I would like it, if that makes any sense at all. But that's no, truly that's how fine, I felt. Yeah. I expected it to be like stupid action for the sake of action, but then they just introduce all these rules and make it so overly complicated and make yeah. it way too fucking long. And then on top of that, a lot of the fights are really fucking boring. Who made the decision the first time that they all fight in that pit area, mm -hmm. not, the, not the final climactic fight, they're all fighting in that pit area. There's like four different fights going on. And then, what's the main guy's name? Cole. Cole is fighting the forearm dude at the barn. They just cut between those two fights as if they're happening next yeah, to each other. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. They're taking place in like different parts of the world. And it'll be like mid-punch in the little arena area. They cut to the forearm guy fighting Cole. It made no goddamn sense whatsoever. And that's what I mean, like... The editing in this movie is atrocious. Yeah. It takes you out of the action. There's dialogue scenes that are edited like fight scenes. There's two characters talking to each other. When Cole is getting stitched up by fire hands, go back and watch that scene. 
in the four minutes they're talking to each other, there must be 400 cuts. They don't get through a sentence without the camera cutting 17 times. Yeah. My, I mean, you're talking, that bothers me a lot as well, but my biggest problem as a fan of the, the games and the franchise is that, one, I hate Cole. No, no real point to him. The, basically, the character he plays should be played by Liu Kang. Liu Kang is really like the, the hero and like the main character in the games. That's normally like in some of the games you're playing. And in the first two Mortal Kombat movies, he's the main character. Like he's, he's the good guy. He's like the superhero. He's the best guy. So like that's almost like what Cole was supposed to be in this. I didn't understand why they couldn't just have Liu Kang be that character. And also when Cole, bitch ass motherfucker, was fighting Goro, that's the guy with the four arms. Goro is, you know how I mentioned that you had to win the 10 Mortal Kombat tournaments in a row? He's the winner of the last nine. He's like the end-all be-all. He's, he's like the boss in the video game. Like He's the last guy you got to beat. And he looked like a total bitch in this. I'm just like, why would you not make him like a little more serious, you know? Like, it doesn't really make sense if he's the boss in the video game. He just gets punched by Cole in a fucking parking garage. Like, it, it just bothered me because, like, the parts about the game and, like, even, like, the original, like, 90s movies that were so easy to just carry over and copy and paste they like didn't do and they decided to change it and it just like made it shittier. Like it, it seemed like it could have been a home run, but it was not. It feels weird. Like the, I, and again, I'm not like super well versed on the games, but it feels like the parts they took from the games, like there were so many like easier things you could do. Like, yeah, I expect there to be a lot more like side angle, like uh side shots. Like of an the actual fights. fight. Scene, yeah. Like, of like, like a 2d fight side by side. You get like one or two, maybe, yeah. But I like you could have just done that a few more times, and it would have like been better, in my opinion. Like, but that's a no-brainer, and they just didn't grab those no-brainers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what anyone who was working on this project thought this movie was. It, like I said, I went into it expecting to like it. I liked the opening scene. I liked the first thirty minutes. Then it just becomes a different movie after that opening scene and it just sucks from there on out it's like all the budget went into the opening and that's what minutes. the trailer was for the most part yeah. was that opening scene oh, and parts, parts of the final scene as well the final fight which was one of the better fights yeah but yeah overall it's just I, I didn't expect to dislike it as much as I did going in I went in completely open minded ready to just enjoy a stupid movie and I still left disappointed which is yeah, I pretty went in, impressive I went in saying I don't want to watch this movie and then came out saying glad I didn't I watch didn't that watch movie. This movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have I didn't take note. I literally finished the movie 30 minutes before we started recording today. So, I don't have too many notes. I'm sure there's plenty of other stupid things that came up. Um the other big complaint I was going to have was just when they say flawless victory or finish him or Kano wins. All of that stuff, dude. It was just like just nails on a chalkboard, dude. It was so yeah, bad. I didn't like those either, but they had to be in there. The Flawless Victory I thought was cool because that was... It was so, one of the problems with the original 90s movies is... So, a Flawless Victory is when you beat somebody without them touching you at all. Like, it's literally punch, 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 punch. Their meter goes down all the way. They're done. But in the 90s movie, they used the, the line, Flawless Victory, after it was a back-and-forth battle. And I'm just like, that wasn't a Flawless Victory. There was f punches going both ways. Like, your meter's down, your meter's down. So that was annoying. This one was an actual flawless victory, and that was also sweet when they fucking drug that lady through the uh, the hat like it was a buzzsaw. Yeah, that was that sweet. That was the first time I was, like, 
90 minutes into the movie, it feels like the first time that they actually, like, did something cool like yeah, that. Yeah, that was an actual game fatality, and they they completely underutilized that guy in his hat, because if you ever play the games, his fatalities are... There's one where he uh, puts it on the ground, it's spinning like a buzzsaw, he grabs you by the legs, and pulls you ball sack first through it. It's <laughs> fucking brutal. That's the one I thought we were going to see in the game, or in the movie. I was excited for that, but I guess I'll settle for... You're sick. Her head smashing through. Yeah, I would honestly recommend watching like just a compilation of fatalities from the way game better. instead yeah. of this movie. Yeah, it's it way is better. Way more entertaining. Just play some cool music behind it. All right, that's all I have to say about Mortal Kombat. I think that's all I have to say yeah, about today's uh, episode. Give it, uh, I have uh, obviously another podcast just reviewing this whole franchise. Go and give that a listen. Mortal Com- Big Mortal Kombat boys, please follow and listen. From all you're at, it, follow at Big Movie Boys on Twitter, so you know whenever we split up the episodes again. Next week, uh, I don't know if we have a movie to review. We will have a punishment review for whoever loses yeah, our Bob, Oscar challenge. Bob's going to have to watch Mortal Kombat 1. Darn! <laughs> <laughs> for the second time that week. <laughs> but until then, thank you for listening, and remember, finish him. We'll see you next week.